When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everybody, Russ and my Hammers 11. Hope you are all safe and well. We're out of lockdown, but we're in tears. Not much better, is it, to be honest? Um, if you're new to the channel, please consider subscribing, hitting the bell icon so you may do have any time as new content. Of course, I'd like to thank our channel sponsors, Untuck It. Um, today's guest, um, well, he's, he's he's back in the, you've got a game on Saturday, FA, FA Vars on Saturday, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, if selected. I've been out for a little while injured, so uh, yeah. Uh, it's getting tougher season by season. Age is not on my side, but yeah, we have got a game. We're, we're <laughs> I was about to say, it's hashtag Jacko, in case you didn't know. So, <laughs> just, yeah, yeah, just, yeah. So I just mentioned that, yeah. Um, but it's a sellout, I heard today. It's a sellout. That's mental, yeah. isn't it? Good on them. Well, to be fair, we do it, yeah, in most places we go, we get, I mean, obviously yeah. we've got a group support. A lot of people don't buy into it, don't understand it, aren't yeah. sure what they're doing and pour scorn on it. But um, yeah, listen, we it can only be good for non-league football. We're enjoying it. It's great, great for us as a club and uh, the players that are involved. So we're just riding the quest of a wave, really, and uh, yeah, exactly. making the most of it while it lasts. Especially from yeah. my side, anyway. I'm not getting any younger. I ain't got many years left trawling my ass around the M25. That's for sure. Well, I mean, in the league as well. At least you're sort of around. You know, it's all in the same area, isn't it? See, the Essex league in terms yeah, of the well, teams playing. I'm not an Essex boy, though. Ah. Um, I'm the other side of the M25. I actually, I'm, I'm from Slough. I, I live in Windsor, but it's uh, it couldn't be any further around the M25 no. for me. Uh, no, it's, it's the same with the London Stadium, though. That, that couldn't yeah. be any worse. I'm living in hope that Crosswell's finished sometime this lifetime. Because <laughs> um, it, it, supposedly I can get on one train and get into Stratford. It'd be great in. for you, yeah. Get on at Slough. And yeah, take yeah. Straight in, isn't it? Supposedly 45 to 50 minutes, but it's going to cost about another 15 billion pounds in another 25 years. We're probably yeah. a move rooms twice by then. Let's hope. Probably would have. We're yeah. at the moment, but uh, and obviously yeah. hashtag a riding high in the league as well, aren't they? I just yeah, top yeah. the league. Doing yeah, well. yeah, we should. We should. In all honesty, they won't thank me for saying it, but we should get promoted. We've got a good side, um, yeah. better than the level we're at, so we should get promoted this season. We should have been promoted last year. The, um, the results from our league were were expunged so the uh, the season never existed so yeah. we would have won the, we would have won the Essex senior last year and gone up um so yeah hopefully we're doing the job this year and then um I can finally nail my boots to the wall and and give it up and really ride, ride off into the sunset ride off into yeah. the sunset <laughs> yeah it's getting harder getting harder and harder I can imagine but you, you know you had your you had your you know you had your, your time in the BBC didn't you like the in the beginning of the season that was good as well it was amazing wasn't it, that journey um yeah I mean the whole thing, from start to finish. I mean, my um, my history. I played in non-league football. Yeah, and um, I kind of paid my dues, and all of a sudden, ended up ended up a hashtag playing at, at Wembley. Um, we played at Old Trafford, the Emirates, uh, Sellers Park. We've been all over the place, toured America. It's been great. It's been it's been, it's been great fun. Uh, it's a lot more from what where we started in the early days, where it was just a bit of a kickabout with mates. Yeah, uh, being filmed now, it's a lot more serious, and you've got to put a lot more in and. Mm. I um I can't commit as much 
for much longer as, as I do. Obviously, the mileage I put in. So, yeah, those, those days are slowly ending. As is, I mean, I've been doing soccer AM for a couple of years now as yeah. well, and that's, yeah. that's kind of yeah, I can't do everything. It's uh, it's too yeah. much. So, and I'm a season ticket holder as that's well. What I mean, really. and more importantly than that, season yeah. ticket holder, Jacko, and that's the main yeah. thing. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Which, to be to be honest with you. I've quite enjoyed. Um, I've had, I've had a. I never got the chance to have one when I was at when I was at Upton Park. Uh, yeah. I went a lot when I was a young lad in my fourteens, fifteens. I used to stand in the North Bank. I used to go week in, week out for a couple yeah. of seasons. Um, but I never had a season ticket up until mm. we, we moved to the London Stadium. So I was. I, the jury's still out for me. I still don't know. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. Look. There's there's some there's there's days where I absolutely loathe it and days where I think you know what this could work. I was full yeah. of optimism when we moved, but yeah, I don't yeah. know. I still don't know. I think if the team perform well, then the stadium's the last thing people talk about, and that's <sighs> the thing they haven't performed well. You know now now obviously now we've got someone, Moist, Moist Sire, um Yeah, someone said to me early, early days. Someone said to me about Arsenal and when they moved that yeah. um, you've got to kind of create memories again and create history. Mm. And, and that it's very true when we moved yeah. in there because we had no attachment and no history and we no. all still missed up some part um we have to kind of create those memories you have to be a little bit patient don't get me wrong the football was crap when we first started and it didn't yeah. help um no. it put everyone on the back foot we all know about the the promises and the lies and um listen that now all of a sudden we're turning the corner we're winning games that we'd normally get beaten um albeit after the other night's game against uh against villa it wasn't pretty but yeah. they were games. They were games we'd have lost without yeah, a doubt. Easily. Mm. Um, so fingers crossed, we're turning the corner. Yeah. I, I wouldn't expect us to be fifth <laughs> this, this period in the season, especially with the run of games in the early doors. So exactly, it's mental, isn't it? Could be third. Could be third if we beat United. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna think. <laughs> listen, after after Villa equalised, after Greenwich equalised, and we were on the back foot the other night. There's no yeah. winning that game. So better dream, I suppose. Yeah, dream. you've got a dream. I mean, I remember we were, do you remember there was like, it was a big period of about three or four years where, you know, it was like, oh, if we win, we get to seventh. We mm. get to seventh. And we always choked and we always choked. So, uh, as you said, it's winning, winning unpretty, something that West Ham isn't good at. You know, we, we lose and we play badly or we play badly and get trounced or we play really well and still lose. And the luck seems to be on our side a little bit. You make your own luck, I think, in this game, as you must know. Yeah. And, um, before the other night, there's been some great performances. I mean, yeah, they, they, yeah. Some, all of a sudden, they're playing some really good stuff. We look mm. good going forward. We look relatively solid at the back. I'm, I'm not I'm not convinced on Balbuena, but mm. I think if you're winning, then you've got to stick with it. Sure. Um, and we haven't got a massive amount of personnel at the back. Let's, let's be frank. I mean, no. if, if something happens to either them, Oggy or Diop, then we're, we're in banging trouble. So, yeah. I, 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 the future looks reasonably bright. Um, yeah. Ben Rama are coming first 45 the other night. You fancy him to, to hopefully yeah. push on. Um, it's going to be a big learning curve. It's a big difference from the championship. Yeah, definitely. But this, I, I'm, I'm more excited now than I was after yeah. Newcastle. That's for sure. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Fearing the worst. Yeah. No, and it, it is. I think you're right. And, and, and to be fair, to be, Fair to Moisey, it took some balls to do what he did on, you know, second uh, half time, flicking it back after winning all those games and grinding. Yeah. I mean, even Tottenham, he, he didn't even change the team in top, you know, 80 minutes gone before he made any subs. But yeah, it was ballsy and it worked. And yeah, I like and it. it. I like it. In fact, he did it. 
that's that's to be honest, that's been his, one of his biggest criticisms and one yes. of the biggest issues is is his, mm. his substitutions um, are, are quite often three minutes to go uh, yeah. or and, and not changing a game. And I think to be honest, he looked as frustrated as I think as we all mm. felt watching the game the other night because yeah. it was we scored and then just sat back and then gradually fell apart. Mm. And reading all the comments on Twitter at half-time, it, it was the, the the move that everybody thought he needed to make. Don't yeah. get me wrong, we, we we didn't exactly improve. I know we scored no. straight away through Ben yeah. Barmer and obviously Jared Bowen, but we didn't really improve. Um, no. But at least he, he rolled the dice, which is yeah. what you should be doing at home in a game yeah. like that. Yeah. Have, have a go, have a go. And um, he's changed my opinion. He's changed. I, I was very underwhelmed, as I'm sure a few people were, when he was appointed. Yeah, um, but what do you do? He's he's a stabiliser, really, isn't he? He comes in, yeah. he gets them well organised. Mm. Um, I like their passion as well. It's yeah, I know you mean. Yeah, after Pellegrini, who's a little bit limp, shall we yeah. say? Um, to see the fact that the backroom staff are, are getting <laughs> pulled. <laughs> you know what? It, and because I was there, this is what happened. This is what happened. A bit, a bit of an exclusive, right? Cool. It, say proper kick it was proper kicking off and obviously because all the journos can hear it as well and i was talking to a few of them at, at half time and they'd say oh yeah did you hear what he said he called him a effing brick and stuff like yeah i know he did but apparently uh jt offered out our new sports psychology uh, that david billows he looks a bit the like a young version yeah the one yeah. he got booked he's just standing still yep i'm getting booked he offered him out at half time in the he said do you want to we'll have, we'll have a fight in the, in the tunnel and yeah any day mate any day i was like fair play but i like it we're not a pushover anymore now do you know what i mean no, and I, you could see from the, the the footage on tv nolan was fuming yeah um obviously Moyes had to be a bit of a devil's advocate yeah, yeah, yeah. he's the one that all, all the cameras are focused on yeah see and that's what they've got they've got you can see it at the end of a game now. They've got a, yeah. a real togetherness. Yeah. And, um, I kind of allude to that in my uh, my 11 later. Um, yeah. And that's that's what... I can't argue with that. I was brought no. up with dross, West Ham being absolute <laughs> dross, week in, week out. And and all you want all we want is that you want a team that graphs, that cares, yeah. that, that wants to put on the shirt. No mercenaries, no fly-by-nights, no pop in and see you later and nick the couple of million. Yeah, you, 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 that's sure it's the same with most clubs. All supporters want to see is people trying, and um, yeah. at the moment they've got it. They got they got a yeah. bit of um, a fight, a bit of belief, and and the points kind of come with that. Yeah, it's true. It's, as you said, you might I think you make your own luck, and and you know, yeah, we've been we've been lucky, but I just think we, we're in a position where we do. You know, when you're playing well, you, the luck does go your way, your way. You know, because yeah. you're the and so. I just think it. I just think what I like to say, and I've I've mentioned it a few times before on videos, where you know when like players come into a, you know, a club and the first thing they say is, "Oh, why why did you come? Why did you come to you know Liverpool? Oh, because of the manager. He, he's got a he's got a project, and I want to be part of this project." And 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 it's like no no not the two hundred grand or whatever you're on, but um, yeah, yeah. Like, I want to be a project. And then this is the first time I can see for a long time that there's a game plan. And a project, and you can see things being built. You know, he's bringing in hard-working players, not the Pellegrini fancy dad. You know, it didn't really work with Pellegrini, I don't no. think. Um, the team just, we are, yeah. the team we are now, it, it kind of shows up those players. So yeah, there's, there's no two ways about yeah. it. I a few of them I'd love to have done well. Felipe Anderson, I, yeah. I prayed he would be the the flamboyant Brazilian we all we yeah. all crave. But the fact of the matter is. We can't we can't afford to have 
10 players that work their nuts no. off and an Anderson in the side. You can't afford yeah. to have where we're standing. We're not Arsenal. We're not Chelsea. We can't have those players. And and, no. and they, they stick out. Um, four nails, I, it drives me absolutely mental every week. But he's got a great work ethic and I could see yeah. why he plays him because he covers yeah. so much ground. And for yeah. them, them, them two or three passes every week that he loses... He will cover. He will cover ground and make it yeah. up. And, and in that shape, it works. So yeah. you, you can live with it. Um, similarly, obviously, Alaire sticks out a bit because he's yeah. a bit. He's a bit of a plodder. I, yeah. I fancy him with if he had half of Mikey Antonio's chances. I fancy him to score nine out of ten, where Antonio yeah. would yeah. six out of ten. He's yeah, a strong, yeah. But yeah. in the system we're playing, it fits Mikey well because he works his yeah. nuts off. Whereas. Yeah. Alair kind of bit of a Berbatov's about him, and there he likes to stroll. Good shout, yeah, good shout. It's a good shout, and he came alive a bit, I think, when when they played, went to sort of Barami and Brahma and um, and, and Bowen sort of that up with him, you know. And he's there's a there is a player there, there is a player I there, isn't it? I don't doubt it. You don't. Yeah. He's got a good rep. He was a lot yeah. of money when he first came to us. Um, then first couple of games, he did he bang to Watford, didn't he away? Yeah. yeah. Um, he looked a player and you look at him and go, fuck me, we, we could be all right here. This, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. this could be us. Um, and then he slowly drifted off. I don't doubt it takes a while to adapt to the English game, but he's a, sure. unit, he's a unit of a geezer. If you, if you mm. set up your team to, to play to his strengths, yeah. slinging the ball in the box, he'll score goals. Um, but as I say, the way the way we're set now, we're a team of grafters. Uh, we're a, a, a strong workhorse, workman-like team. And, I'm not sure you can carry them them players that don't don't no no you can't no no you can't but it's it, as i said it's 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 going in the right direction which is the, yeah. the first time for a long time that it's gone in the right direction and as a west ham fan yeah people got to enjoy it rather than wait for the fall because you know it's coming we know we're going to lose three nil to burnley or sheffield united will turn us over at our but we know that's coming so yeah. That happens to all teams now in the Premier League. I mean, you've got to look yeah, at that. good point. My, my, I, I spoke with, I went around my mum and dad's on uh, on Tuesday, it was, and, and we were kind of dissecting things. And we were sat around the table and we actually had to take stock because we were moaning about Villa. I was beating Villa on a Monday night 2 1 and going fifth. And I we know, were sat yeah. around the table still picking it apart, moaning. I said, we, We've got to have a look at ourselves. <laughs> we, we've come a long way from, uh, from where we was a season ago. Oh, so true. Um, so well, listen, if we're moaning about beating Villa and going 2-1 and uh, going 15, I'll take it all day long. Yeah, I'll take that too, man. Don't worry, I'm back in. I'm back in. God, back what happened there? God, what happened there? Jeez, Paul Church must have had a power cut. Right, anyway, <laughs> didn't put, didn't pay the meter. That was it. Um, anyway, the first question I was going to ask, 14 minutes in, um, Jacko, was 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 why aren't you? You know, you spoke about you know going around your dad's and talking about West Ham and stuff. Why are you a West Ham fan, man? What's your story? It's, it's, yes, it's down to me, old man, and. Yeah. Um, I've never, I've never, never let him live it down. To be honest with you, uh, <laughs> my uh, my two choices really. My granddad was staunch Watford, uh, which 
don't get me wrong, he did get me the shirt and I was paraded about in it when I was five years old. So I can't, I can never get away from that. That photo's out there, I'm afraid. But um, <laughs> my first, my first game was uh, was Liverpool at home, 86 it was. Um, it was one of the first games of the season, the 86, 87 season. So the, the, yeah. the season after the, the glory. <laughs> well, that's it. That's why I'm, I'm a beaten man. I should be six yeah. foot eight. I've lost about eight inches. Going to Upton Park. Um, oh it, it, I remember. I remember it vividly. I, what I was sucked into was, and I've been to even in my younger days. I've been to a lot of football grounds with, um, yeah. with Upton Park. It was the closeness to the pitch. I remember it vividly. Like we, um, funny enough, my first game. I sat in the, the West Lower. Would have been right underneath where you used to spin your records, wouldn't it? Isn't that? Yeah. In that, yeah. That corner. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So there used to be, there used to be like a little police box, I think, in that corner. We used to it did, yes, yeah, so that, yeah, that's where we used to be. And then, and then, I, and then I, I, I proper started when we went. I was a little bit like a little bit <laughs> about ten, about fifteen years later when we went up into the Rio stand when that when yeah. that, they moved that everything up. But yes, I know what you mean, man. I know what you mean. Yeah, so it used to be like a little place. I'm sure it was a yeah, yeah. They used to just keep an eye on the South Bank. So we we were yes. beneath that. Uh, the, the usual, the old man, about five of his mates about four kids pulled in the back of a transit on a Saturday, drove through London to the game. We used to get kicked out outside the, the bowling, pack of crisps yeah. and a can of coke for three hours um, <laughs> before we actually went to the game, pulled out of our brains. But yeah, I remember I remember vividly being so close to the pitch, the noise was unreal. And mm. uh, we got beat 5-2 that day. Um, and I, it, it, was, it, it was a proper Liverpool team back then as well. I remember Ian yeah. Rush back to the cup, I think John Aldridge oh, wow. As well, and um, but yeah, I was I was sucked in. Um, I, a few weeks later, I did go with my granddad to the away game at Vicarage Road as well when we drew two all, and uh, and similarly we weren't great that day either. <laughs> but they had uh, they had Barnes and Blissett. But oh, wow. I just I just remember Watford was great, a great atmosphere. But I remember going to to Upton Park and being just you kind of used to get sucked into it. Mm. It was so loud, so leery. Mm. Um, when we weren't in the west west stand we was in the we used to stand in the south bank and the old man used to push me and the other kids to the front right behind the goal and you just sucked into the atmosphere it, it was electric um especially as a kid uh midweek games well, i remember going to midweek games and it, it used it, it was a magic place for me as a kid it was a magic place up some part i remember um the excitement of going to the shitty old mm. club shop that was uh looking back i mean it was it was horrendous. Uh, we could never do social distancing in there. I tell you, man. No, and it was and it was all tat as well. Absolute oh, tat. I remember. And it was in yeah. like this glass. If I remember, it was like a glass thing. You had all the shirts behind you, which you never get. You never, could never buy one because you couldn't get to the front. And you had this glass thing with all like the crappy stickers and yeah. cufflings. Yeah. Oh, can I have a look at that sticker? Yeah, it's fifty p. Now you're all right, mate. Thank you. <laughs> like fucking ridiculous, wasn't yeah. it? Ridiculous. It was it. Horrible. But it, 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 same thing just used to excite me is to go in there, yeah. grab any crap I could, keyrings, stickers, yeah. uh, photos of whatever player wasn't being chosen at that time because all the rest would be sold out. Yeah, random pictures of Paul Brush or whatever. And um, yeah, it, 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 the whole thing that um, uh, the same thing we all got sucked into as kids, really. Yeah. The whole the whole football vibe, and then you know yourself once once you once West Ham's got his claws in, you know that's it. There's there's no yeah. other way to go. And uh, yeah, it's it's been a poison chalice ever since. 
Yeah, it's like when those finger, you know, those when those Chinese finger things that you put your finger in, and uh, and you, the more you struggle, the tighter it gets. It's just like someone's going to use it as a meme now. Why do I? Why I've just done that? But yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah, but it's true, isn't it? It's just like it just pulls you in, and it's just like without realizing, it just gets into your, you know, into your your life, your clothes, and you blink, and it's like thirty years on. You're like, where the yeah. hell did that go? It's like the other day someone put on facebook this game it was like west ham v oxford it was like um i i didn't start to about 92 the season i started going and it was my first game that was like 28 years ago like last saturday and i was yeah. like where did that time go you know what i mean it's like god we was there i went to that game absolutely pissing down was it pissing it, it down five three eleven i think there's about eleven thousand there so that's why we got a ticket and Oxford United scored after about 30 seconds. And yeah. um, remember my, my granddad got rest his soul, turned to me and went, get used to this. You've got a lifetime of this. And I was like, oh, yeah. Downhill from here, boy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All downhill. We sat in the sat in the east stand. Yeah, we had we had a seat and everything, but yeah, it was uh oh yeah, but you, you memories, isn't it? It's just all memories, it's not yeah, football, it's the memories. I, listen, I have done the same with my boy, I've been dragging him along he, he loves it now he's a season ticket older than me and um yeah he's turning 18 next year and it, it, he wow. kind of had the, the the real high of like the, the pirate season when we left when we left yeah. up and I, I said to him well, you better cherish this because yeah 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 yeah, yeah. It, it don't get much better and it, it was a good season by, by anyone yeah. other standard it was it was it was probably a mediocre season but to us so many kind of things fell into place that it, yeah. it kind of it felt like we were going in the right direction. Mm. It did, didn't albeit, it? Yeah. Albeit for a, a few rosy months and then it all come crashing down again. But yeah, yeah that's West Ham. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> going back to being a kid, like I, I was, obviously I said I, I live quite a way away. But yeah. I used to, even midweek games, when I was 13, 14, I had a group of lads that I used to stand in the North Bank. I only met them through going to West Ham week in, week out. Cause I, had, I had no mates the same age that were A, going to West Ham every week or B, allowed yeah. to travel. So yeah. um, I was lucky enough that my parents trusted me and I was, I was a Neanderthal at, at 13. I was six foot three. So wow. um, they, they used to let me just travel, travel to the games. I mean, I used to get, I remember uh, I remember Lee Chapman scoring, I think, in the 119th minute from a Dale Gordon cross against Notts County in the League Cup. And I, I think I had uh, school the next day. I got back to Slough Station about quarter one in the morning. I had school the next morning. But... It, it just it sucked me in and I love everything about it and everything about the club I love the social yeah. I love being part of it and, and and I was scared as a kid I remember especially through my teens I was scared to miss a game because not that you ever influenced anything but there was nothing like being there on a Saturday afternoon watching watching West Ham watching West Ham at Upton yeah. Park especially so yeah it's ingrained in you I think once once you're sucked in you're finished yeah it's so, true it's all, pain. it's all pain and tears it is and i think that's why we enjoy that that's why you know it's important to i think i think it's good character building for, for, for young kids and stuff who become fans because it shows you can't get everything in life um but when you get something that's you know when you get something good hold on there's to a, it there's a lot easier rides out there than west ham that's for there sure is, there is there is there's a lot easier uh, path to choose <laughs> yeah god how many kids are like you know now like oh why can't i just support liverpool or something like that? i think no, i went crazy. through that stage i think there was a stage where i was like oh do you know what not not like i've ever changed but it's like all oh, my mates liverpool fans you know it's like mm, it's, yeah. a generation, it's a generational yeah. thing as well and and it depends what type of person you are like, i've got loads of mates over this way obviously slough being quite a 
Chelsea area. There's loads, yeah, of, yeah, yeah. loads of Tottenham over here, um, QPR. It's funny because th- there was a generation of QPR supporters because obviously in the 90s they were a top-level team and doing really well. But yeah. it's funny how that, these things die off completely. Sick of isn't it? Yeah. You don't get no QPR. I don't, I don't know of any QPR fans, new QPR fans around this way, no. people bringing their kids anymore because it's not a, not a fashionable thing, I suppose. But it's a shame to see clubs like that unsupported the old yeah the old second second teams they uh people refer to us as yeah 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 i like yeah i've got a feeling we're gonna start we're gonna get that mantle back again soon i just got a feeling i don't want it i don't want to be anybody else's second team no you're right i know what you mean i know what you mean but uh yeah it's um yeah it's just it's a way of life isn't it we're in a west ham fan i think we're a very unique bunch of fans and you know and it's not about the football it's about this about the community and it's i mean it's great that you know that on saturday 2000 they're going to be back brilliant but, but um as well i mean i don't i don't i don't think we ever get the plaudits we deserve as well we travel really well yes um, yeah I know, I know people seem to have this other fans have this misconception about us but we're very well supported yeah. by by some proper diehards who really care about this club and people seem mm. to think it's it's us spitting our dummies out a lot of the time, but um, they don't understand the the, the plight that we uh, we've it's been true, through, yeah. the things the things that we anticipated and expected, and and it's a massive thing losing your hope that we we all were part of. It's a mm. part of our life, a part of our fabric. It's really it's a massive thing to lose that, and uh, yeah. when you when you're expecting on one end to to have to deal with a bereavement of it, but we're going to get this, and when this doesn't materialise. Then um, yeah, I think we've been given a really, really bad rep for um, no apparent reason. We're yeah, we're a well-supported team and, and oh good, yeah, well, good true supporters that, um, mm. that want the best for this club. Yeah, I definitely, I totally agree, totally agree. And doing this, doing this channel, you meet loads of them all over the world, you know, and it's yeah. it, it's it's opened my eyes to just how big our fan base is. You know what I mean? I, I mean, maybe I was a little bit naive to it um because i just sit in my box really and i can't really it's soundproof they can't really see if i call but um you know when it's like you're chatting to guys in hong kong and india and australia and all the way across the states all over the place it's yeah. a it's a massive club and it's like you know i can understand when people are like you know from like Hong church or essex or you know like they support west Ham, but you go to some places and guys in like fresno california Mm. Why the fuck do you pick Matt? You know, he's like, oh, because mm. you know, I was like watching it, and they they look quite cool. Yeah, really, <laughs> really. <laughs> I can help, man. You know, your your brief, your definition of what cool is is needs to be referred to. But yeah, no, it's because I mean, I can see a lot of that. You know, Philadelphia, we've got a lot of fans in Philly and and New York because like it's like a blue collar club, you know, as they would say, and it's like you know, working club, working man club, and yeah, I get it, I get it, and I. I, I, I like I touched on before, really, like with our support, with our fan base, it, people go on and, and kind of rip the piss about the West Ham way. But yeah. I, can't, I get what people are saying. There is no West Ham way, but there is a West Ham way. There is a West Ham way. We, we, it's not always about the football. It's about yeah. giving a shit. It's about turning yeah. out, putting a shirt on and giving a shit for West yeah. Ham, about West Ham. Definitely. And that's 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 more the West Ham way. People going about, there is no West Ham. There is a West Ham way. Turn yeah. up and care. Turn up, turn up and want to play for us. And we'll give back to you. We'll yeah. support you. If, if we see you're shrugging your shoulders for 90 minutes, 
you ain't going to, you're not going to get any no, love. No, 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 no. Yeah, and that's, right. We want, we want, we want, we, we, we'd love to have a, a good football inside, but that comes second to, to going out there and, and giving 100% if we're grafting. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I think that's the thing. I mean, it's not, you know, if you're trying, if you're having a go, I mean, you know, Ian Dowie, for example, you know, it wasn't never gifted, never no. going to be, you know, top goals, but he would run all day, run into that corner, and we'd, we'd appreciate the effort. We, not his fault if it's not technical enough, but it doesn't matter. He had a go. But but that's at the end of the day, that's that's our limits. I mean, especially yeah. <laughs> Dowie. Uh, but we've had we've had hundreds of Ian Dowies over the years. Yeah. That, that, that supporters have got behind. Um, yeah. We've had plenty of them. You talk about centre forwards, the likes of Mike Small. Was, oh was, yeah. Was was, was 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 nowhere near a technical striker, but worked. It worked. Tried. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's, there's been plenty of them, plenty, plenty of players like that that were not were not multi-million-pound players. Yeah, but they wanted to play, and uh, yeah. especially, especially, I felt it more in the early days. Well, my early days of, of watching yeah. West. Um, yeah. It's about getting a, a side that want to be there and want to play together. The yeah. more you go into the money aspect, that's when you get the technical players that. At the end of the day, are out of our league that we can't afford, and it'll be a few years and a, a new regime before we can afford it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, no, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Anyway, we'll, we'll, let's go on and talk about your eleven. So, obviously, everyone we have on the channel, um, they have to give their hammers eleven. Apart from three people haven't given their hammers eleven. Um, apart from that, um, and you know, and one of them had a good reason, the other two didn't. You know, but it doesn't matter. Um, and I think because one of them was Ian Bishop, so I just let him do it because I love Bishop, but he was fair enough. Um, and and so the only the only rule is you have to be alive to have seen them play. Um, the reason I put that in is so not everyone picks, you know, the same team. Because everyone would be if you see what's your great greatest team, or whatever. But you can pick whatever whatever criteria you want, Jacko. It doesn't really matter. The only rule is you have to be alive to have seen them play. That's it. That is the only rule. Simple. I mean, I was unstuck. I was unsure about a go, and I've kind of gone on the route that I've talked about. Really, is yeah, it's just players that have been outstanding and flair play. It was more players that I have have always been felt are very reliable as West yes. Ham West Ham men. Uh, yeah, not not necessarily the best in that position I've ever seen, no. but players that when I saw their, their names on the team sheet, you never had a. Oh God! You have to worry about them. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, so, <laughs> first and foremost, in my in my personal opinion, lifetime yeah. in my lifetime watching West Ham um, would be Ludo. Yeah. Um, probably underrated. Probably massively underrated. Um, I think so. Yeah. He he was superb for us, uh, and I, I don't mm. know if he'd have had as good a time or played as well at any other club. It, it, it was a perfect fit, really. Mm. Income career. Um, I'm sure I was on the North Bank the day that soppy song was invented. Because I remember one lad singing, <laughs> my name is McCloscoe, I come from near Moscow. I remember yeah. it vividly in the, in the late 90s. Um, and everyone kind of poor scorn on him. And here we are, 25, yeah. years, 25 years later, and it's uh, it's gone down in folklore. It's still going, isn't it? still goes the away games, isn't it? Ludo's official song, which is ridiculous. Mental. Back in the day, obviously, it was just the monotonous Ludo, Ludo, yeah. Ludo. But, yeah, Ludo, Ludo was superb for us. Um, 
the games that stick in my mind are the Man United games where he kind of single-handedly crippled their their league seasons, which was, which was always a pleasure. But yeah, yeah. great for the club. Um, and as I say, he just fitted the West Ham mould. He, he seemed to want to be at the club, and obviously we wanted him because he was a great servant for us. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah he's a, just a fantastic and a lovely bloke off the pitch as well. Yeah, and they, I've, never they, had the I've never had the pleasure. Yeah, uh, he's we'll get him on eventually. He's he's always like really shy of the fact that he doesn't his English isn't good but it is very good but um I think he's just a, we've been here forever really well I think so I think yeah but it's like and, he, and, he's, and his kids used to go Chigwell and stuff and, and uh we used to play against him and but yeah no he's a, a nice bloke lovely bloke and uh he used to I swear I, I swear he once introduced himself to me I think when I was very very young and someone asked and, and he shook and it wasn't me but the guy next to him he shook his hand he says I'm from I'm Ludo I don't come from near Moscow that's what he said to him. It's like fair enough, you know. Even as, I, hope, I hope that that carries on that story. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And also, I mean, you know, especially when we had Tony Gale when we talked about, it, he went, "Yeah, but he wouldn't have the same ring." You know, no, the Tosco come from near Prague. I, I, I remember it vividly. The lad singing it, and <laughs> we all said, "I'm in Moscow," but it works. It, it works. works. It rhymes. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter when it's in the song. Right. Okay. We'll put Ludo in. Who's next, yeah. then, Jacko? Uh, Steve Potts. Oh, so one of probably in my lifetime, one of the greatest servants to the club. Um, underrated, understated, was, was, a, was a, a stalwart week in, week out, but would nearly never get a mention. Um, because he just done his job, he went about his business. Um, and he was superb. He was superb. Never the obviously the tallest. I don't. I don't know how tall he was. He looked tiny on the five pitch. seven. I think five seven. Yeah, he was. yeah. yeah little fella. But um, taller than me, but the man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we can't all be over six foot. Easy, isn't it? It's easy. <laughs> but, um, just a, a great one of them players. That, so dependable. Yeah, uh, and a, and a massive club man that you you get rarely nowadays. Um, oh, yeah. So yeah, it, 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 one that I think people will probably overlook for for numerous others. Um, mm. But yeah, Steve Potts for me um, was was immense week yeah. in week. And one of them you, you never had to mention him because you knew he'd do a job. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, always a, always a seven. Yeah, yeah. well that's so it. That's uh, yeah, if not more, and it, it, it's mm. totally totally understated and underrated. Um, but yeah, a, a, a proper legend for me, Steve Potts. Definitely. Definitely, we did a we did a show of, about him the other day, a couple of weeks ago, and we had um, some of his old schoolmates send him through some some pics from when he when he was at school from Dagenham, and it was just hilarious because he was like one of the tallest. Um, oh really? He obviously like got there and just stopped, you know, bless him. Yeah, and backwards, and obviously he's part of the coaching staff under twenty threes. Perfect, you know, it's great to have young those sort of old experience. West Ham pros in the setup now, and they see. I think there's one. I think when we had Zavon, he said every year group there's a West Ham pro in there now, yeah. next pro, which is perfect. Exactly what we want. Yeah, and that kind of comes back to like what I'm saying about these players is that they've stuck around the club. A lot of them yeah, yeah, yeah. Are coming on to that, the likes of Ludo and, and, and Potsy have, have stuck with the club, and the club have kind of recognised them as as the the true West Ham servants that they were, which is which is good. Yeah. Exactly. That's, that doesn't happen enough. No, I um, definitely agree. Right, so Potsy's in. Who's next, man? Uh, James Collins. Oh, I like this team already. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's again, there's there's been plenty come and gone centre halves, but yeah, 
um, the fact that he went and come went away, come back, um, the level we got out of him. Again, it just seemed a good fit for West Ham and, and for, for Ginge. It just seemed to work. Um, scored some cracking goals for us. We, the, the, at the tail end of his career was was probably some of his best performances in a West Ham shirt. Definitely. Um, and it was nice. It was it was fitting some of the tributes that were paid to him. Like, I think it was at Sellers Park, wasn't it, where they kind of, they cheered him off the pitch. He was the one of the last off the pitch, one ginger Pele. And, um, the rapport he had with the supporters, um, it will go down. And definitely, for me, as, as again, one of, one of the, the West Ham greats, um, it'd probably be overlooked by a lot of others that we've had that are higher profile, but um, just superb. Again, week in, week out, you knew what you get 100% every week, throwing his body in there and, and gave a shit. And that's what you want. You want someone who gives a shit. And um, he'd be up there for me, without a doubt, Ginge. And as a goalie, that's what you want as well, isn't it? Yeah. So a guy in front of you. Yeah. That, that, yeah. It's just a true defender. Just go and defend yeah. it. Head it, kick it. Don't do anything that you can't do. Although, to be fair, he scored some bangers for us. Yeah. He must have a little bit in the locker. but um, I think they all do. I think they all do. Do you know what I mean? They have it in the locker and they just put it out like once a season yeah. and just go, yeah, anyway, back to it. Back to kicking yeah, games. Yeah, a few of them have scored some. I mean, Anton Ferdinand. Yeah, Anton, I'd say Anton for the Fulham game. Yeah. Um, Winston Reid banged a couple of, of Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. As well. So we've had a few set of roles that can do it, but yeah, just defend. And that's why Gene sticks out to me because that was a, he was a true old school. Mm. Out, out defender yeah um another one which is quite a old school out and out defender ray stewart for me nice. yeah, yeah, yeah um i remember as a kid watching he, he was obviously in the eight the team in the 80s um tonka wasn't it? i believe his nickname yeah, was. Tom, yeah. Um, the, the, the the penalties were just mm. a different level um yeah. and Again, someone that just kind of never kind of got the plaudits I thought he deserved. Um, mm. Maybe it was because I was a young lad and didn't realise he was Scottish because I always wondered why he'd never played for England. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I always thought he was good enough. That makes sense for the name of Ray Stewart. But yeah, um, yeah he, he, he was always quality. I always, uh, always seemed to be in amongst things. Things were always happening. And uh, yeah, he sticks out for me, Ray Stewart. Again, yeah. They're all of a similar mould, these players. Like I say, they're, they're all... Um, they wouldn't they're be, solid, aren't they? They're all solid, they aren't they? Most, solid. most people's West Ham teams. But for me, it's, I say, it's more about players that I, I always felt wanted to play for the club, wanted they to play for the sure. shirt, and, um, and gave everything they had week in, week out. And might not have been the best, but always, always wanted to play. Yeah. Uh, so alongside him, another penalty taker, obviously, Julian Dix. Yeah, yeah. A one of a kind, a complete one off. Um, we well, he kind of dragged us along for a couple of seasons when we, when we were hopeless, really. Yeah, um, I know he went off and had his little jaunt with uh, with Liverpool. Yeah, his hiatus. Um, I hope he got well paid for. But I mean, I think that that kind of proved. I know he'd done that. He'd done it right there, but it kind of proved that. We was a club for him. He was the the player for us. Yeah, yeah, it's worked. And um, I remember in some of the dark days when we re really were bad. That he was pretty much the only shining light. True. And, and 
Fuck me, he's a left back. <laughs> yeah, I know it's mental, isn't it? How he could galvanize a team from left back, you know, not a very yeah. glamorous position, not just a team of crowd. He could, yeah, you, know, he could, just, um, yeah, you need sometimes uh, with a club like us, you need a catalyst, you need yeah. someone to go, go and put do something and put something in and, and yeah. tread on John, tread on John Spencer's head. But you need, you need something to happen, yeah, yeah. And, um, that was Julian Dix all over uh, out, out of nothing, out of nowhere. You'd be toddling along nil nil and he'd go and put someone in a chicken run and, and it'd be the catalyst for, yeah. for us to kick on yeah. and um yeah probably out of the the back four i've named probably one of the more decorated west ham greats but yeah. um i don't think i'd struggle to leave julia dix out personally. No, no, no. And, and you said about the penalties and him and him and tonka I mean, that's something of the modern game now that no one just twats it anymore do they i mean as a goalkeeper even more so you know <laughs> they tend to place them now i think and we'll do a lookman and oh yeah, without going off piste, I mean that's that's a rule they have to change the, the run up because yeah. um, I think it was was it in the nineties. John Aldridge, I think, started it. Used to run up to the ball, stop, yeah. and go again, and they outlawed it. But now some yeah. of these run ups, it should be they should be limited to four steps, four strides, yeah, x amount of seconds. Fucking embarrassing what they're trying to do now. Stutters, stop, wait for the ball to go. Because I mean, they're stopping the goalkeeper like getting off the line, but then yeah. they seem to not like fucking um Fernandez, you know, Bruno Fernandez. His penalty run ups ridiculous, you know. Yeah. He literally is slowing down to a point where he's almost still, but he's kicked. it should be one, it should be one continuous movement throughout. Yeah. It, it, they shouldn't, it's an advantage, a, a penalty is an advantage anyway. A player yeah. shouldn't miss a penalty, yeah. um, yeah. but now, now they're kind of putting all the onus on the goalkeeper now to yeah. you can't move you can't come off your line you can't do this um they're looking for encroachment yet yet the the striker whoever's taking the penalty can take 18 steps in a run-up jig left jig right do a spin it just doesn't make sense just yeah. walk up the ball and take the penalty and it is well well i mean we've been the beneficiaries of it so i'm not going to knock it but i mean trying to dink a penalty in the last minute the fulham game the other week brave or stupid but as yeah. I say, we've been the beneficiaries of two missed penalties in the last couple of games so i'm not gonna oh he's I'm done not... all right yeah it's that same 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 uh same goal as well i think it's cursed i'm, I'm enjoying that but it's all good yeah with no little strokes in my way i don't mind <laughs> yes if he gets on the pitch in it no, yeah. right go on let's crack on go on jacko who's next uh, man moving to midfielder again saints which we're, we're looking at very similar mould here george paris oh nice yeah 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 Again, in that, that team in the 80s that I grew up watching, um, I kind of, he was one of, a bit of an idol, really, George Paris. Yeah. If, if I ever had didn't have two left feet and could have played on pitch, I'd like to have been a George Paris, covered loads sure. of ground, yeah. swung tackles, um, didn't chip in with many goals because he didn't get into the nosebleeds, really. But um, he, was, he was a proper engine for... Um, for West Ham in, in that, that glory season, 85, 86. Yeah. He kind of do a lot of the dirty work while uh, Alan Devonshire and, and co used to make all of it look pretty. Um, yeah, Georgie Paris, great player for me. Yeah, um, solid, eh? Yeah, yeah. and it's just one of those that you just look at and just go, again, you look at him on the team sheet and you go, yeah, you, yeah. you'd have him all day long. Even now, you got you just go, yeah. Don't know what position. Either. Yeah, what position does matter? Obviously, I don't think George mind me saying he didn't have as much flair, but it's similar to a kind of Scott Parker who yeah, uh, that. 
just cover so much ground. Or I've left out, by the way, I'm denied I've, I've left Scott Parker out because that was a tough one. But yeah, George Parrish, very similar player. Um, yeah. Throwing everything in there, winning balls back and letting letting the others take, take the glory. Uh, one of which is in the team that benefit from it. Um, Mark Ward. Oh, Wardy. Probably for me as a kid, as a, a watching West Ham, probably the most exciting player. Um, I used to love Cotley and McAvenny up front. But yeah. I remember as a kid watching West Ham a few times under lights midweek. And when he used to get the ball, there used to be the crowd used to lift up. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 it was he was superb. He, I don't I, I can't really remember if he had pace or not, but it felt like he did. It felt like he I don't know, just almost electric when he got on the ball. Yeah. I always felt like something was going to happen, and, and I know we were benef- beneficiary of having the two really good centre forwards in. in yeah, it helps. In, yeah. In, in Frankie Mac, but um, every time he got the ball, it used to he used to watch the chicken chicken run kind of rise up, and people used to stand up, and the, the crowd used to swell, and the roar used to go up. And um, yeah, he was he was probably for me in that generation or that my age growing up the most exciting player mm. I remember in a West Ham shirt because I always. I always felt like something was going to happen when uh, yeah, when he got yeah. the ball. Yeah, he's like I a terrier, was... wasn't he? He's like a little terrier, you know. I think that's yeah. what Matt called him. I think he called me his little terrier when we interviewed him. I know. I remember. Obviously, I was a kid then. I don't remember. Yeah. How, I remember him being little, but as I say, I can't remember if he had pace or not. But it felt like he, he it sure felt like he was electric when he got the ball. It was like, go on, go yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Go yeah. As a kid, it used to. It used to I used to be so excited watching him play Mark Ward. Um, yeah. So, yeah, he'd, he'd be in there all day for me. There's, there's a few I've had to leave out, as I say. I, so, midfielder-wise, I think we've been blessed over the years. Yeah. We're not writing down names. So, as I say, I left out Scotty Parker, Trevor Sinclair. Um, I ended up putting in Kevin Nolan. Oh. Now, when he first came to the club, I was never sure of it. I, I kind of thought it was a backward step. Yeah. But... When I look back now at what he did for the club, mm. um, he was superb. He um, mm. again one of those kind of in the darker days that, that dragged us along, and I don't think I ever really, until now, appreciated what he'd done for us as a club. And I think that kind of shows now that he's he's part of the backroom staff mm. And, mm. and 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 really gives a shit even yeah. now, um, and and was a great. A great club captain for quite Brilliant. a few years for us. He was, yeah. Through, through some turbulent times. Um, but he scored goal after goal for us at crucial times. Yeah. A lot of players that played in that in that team with him over the years will, will say how big a player he was for the club and how good he was for yeah. the club, uh, bringing everyone together. So, yeah, I, I think I, I probably didn't give him the credit he was due when he was actually a West Ham player. And looking back now... I kind of realise, stepping back from it, how how big a how pivotal a part he played Definitely. in, in Definitely. getting us back to the top level, really, and yeah. stabilising us in the club, as did obviously Sam Allardyce. I mean, he was like one. Of, he was like one of those players, sort of the Robbie Savage type player, who's a bastard, but he's all right if he's your bastard. And and he was like he was annoying. I remember he used to be when he used to come back when he come play for Bolton and Newcastle. You know he was annoying Kevin though. He used to hate him. But when as soon as he put a claret and blue shirt on, we all fucking loved him. And you know, yeah. and I, I, yeah, I just didn't think I didn't think when, when we when we brought him in. I think he was one of Aladice's first signings. Yeah, yeah. 
I, I didn't think he was like the right player for West Ham, really. Um, yeah. As 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 has been quite, we talk about you know, Dowie. No, yeah. we, we're not going to sign the top Eki on a player. It's not going to happen. No. Uh, it hasn't happened for for years. It's not going to happen overnight now. Um, and you you want the the big signings and the, the, yeah, the big names. And when he came in, I remember being really deflated, thinking, oh, you know, it's just a sideways move. It's just an, another run-of-the-mill, bog-standard, bit of a grafter. Yeah, Not yeah, yeah. Kind of goals. But what he actually did um, for us as a club was was massive. And um, I tipped me out to him, and I, I, I hold my hands up to that one. I never gave him the credit that was due when he played for us. I think he was um, yeah. a, a, a big player um, for us. alongside... Our current club captain, who again I can't leave out, in a daily midfielders, but nobs you can't, yeah, you can't overlook nobs. Nah, um, another one probably that uh, personally I thought would kind of possibly drop down when we when we've come back up a couple of times. I never, I yeah. didn't, if he was good enough to cut it consistently at the top mm. level, um, he'd be in there probably now at my top three. Um, greatest West Ham players that I've I've had the pleasure of watching. Sure. Obviously, it, it, it's a big thing. He's a West Ham boy. It's been mentioned yeah. a million and one times. But I think it runs a bit deeper than that with him. I think you could say you're a West Ham boy and, and your family can be West Ham supporters, but it's more than that. He's seen, he's seen things through our eyes more than once and Definitely. Out about it as much as he can. Obviously, he's, yeah. he's, an, he's an employee. Um, he knows when we're shit and he, he's not afraid to say it. And he knows when we're upset, when we've got good reason to be upset. Mm. Um, but his, his performances, I, I, I mean, I, I I think he's punched above his weight, Mark Noble. Oh, definitely. Uh, and I'm, definitely. I'm not sure we would have been able to turn out the performances he has had for us consistently for the last year after year that he, i don't think he would have done it or been able to do it any other club because of the feeling in the time i don't think he'd be given the time to be honest because no. he's sort of i i i liken him to doctor who the way he sort of regenerates himself into a different player every couple yeah. of years it seemed and i, I mean, think i think it's still be great for us this year i think it, yeah. i think he's still got His to be great. great for us this year mm. um it won't be the part that he wants to have um, no. great touch by Declan Rice the other night as well, putting the armband on him. He didn't need to do that, really. No, he didn't need to do that. No, uh, it was a nice show of respect. But I, st- I still think Nobs will play a big part of us this yeah. season. Um, I think I hope that similar to Kevin Nolan, he'll always have a place at the club because he fully mm. deserves it. But yeah, I don't. It, it's a travesty. I know it's a bit blinkered as a West Ham fan, but it's a travesty he never got um, to play for England. Yeah. In yeah. some sort of capacity, he deserved. He deserved. Deserve exactly, but it's the same as Billy Bonds, wasn't it? Billy Bonds never played for England as well, you know. And he's just, he's like you know, Mark Noble's our Billy Bonds, really, of the modern era. And it's just you know, Charlie plays West Ham. England, England didn't deserve Billy Bonds. No, well, I don't. Get, I mean, almost Republic of Ireland deserved Mark Noble before he changed his mind, didn't they? So, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. I don't. It must be a regret somewhere, but I don't think nobody will ever tell you it's ever no, bothered no. Um, And and more more for them and, and and good to us because we've been able to enjoy him relatively injury free for quite yeah. a long time. 
yeah exactly exactly yeah. you know no no dean ashton with him was it or anything like no. that but uh, no. yeah and and it, as you said having a fan in your team is is something different and it's, it's special it's unique to only a small amount of clubs i don't i can't really think to be honest but not many at all and um obviously you know we talk about memories and obviously the chelsea i mean the chelsea game last year i've it's like that's going to be my long lasting memory of mark noble because i sat there he wasn't in the team he was sat watching it as a fan and literally i could see him because he was sitting in the disabled area i think david martin was two meters away from him and i was watching him and he was watching the game like a fan and you know when people go oh yeah i'm a fan and but actually physically watching him watching a game and he was watching it like you or me would be watching it yeah. kicking every ball and when yama scored that third goal literally he almost punched a hole in the floor you know it's literally like like this is amazing and um yeah beautiful man beautiful man beautiful club yeah, captain. This, it, it, it had the admiration of all of us, I think, for, for a long time to come. And I think it'll be um, well-versed and well-written that he's been, since the great Billy Bonds, he's, he's probably our, our best servant to this club. And uh, he deserves he deserves to be around for a long time and to be uh, decorated by the club as well because he a superb servant for us. Yeah, I totally agree. All right, we're putting names mm. in. Um, we're going up front now, Jago. Yeah, the, the obvious one. Is uh, Mr. Decanio? You can't. Smash, oh, so I was going to say Smashy Abu. Sorry, okay. Uh, no, Decanio, yeah. Close. Oh, it's close. Yeah, <laughs> that would be a different eleven of mine. Smashy <laughs> Abu and uh, Alex Bunbury. I'd uh, oh, oh. be a very different, a very different eleven. Alex that was a very different, very different period. That was um, <laughs> no pa- Paolo. I mean, yeah, he was a magician. Um. Second only to the brief spell that Mr. Pyatt entered into. Um, should never have been at West Ham. If he hadn't have pushed over Paul Alcock back oh, in the yeah. day. That's always my thing, no, yeah. No way he'd have ever been at our club. It was um, a, a shrewd move by Harry as well yeah. um, to bring him on board. And again, it's one of them a perfect fit. Would, would he have he'd have gone elsewhere and got in trouble over something? he come to us and we loved his, his stroppy stroppy days his down days his good days the fact that he wouldn't travel to Warsaw on a tuesday night or scumford on a wednesday night we all knew what was going on he had these random nights off because he wouldn't travel where anywhere where it was minus two up north but i mean as 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 a as a as a footballer on the ball you just didn't know you always felt that when he was in the team even when we was up against it something could happen you could something, beat yeah. you, you could beat one of the big boys because you had Paolo in the team. Don't get me wrong, he, that team at the time was quite talented that he was in. Um, obviously, some very good young players that went mm. on to do very well, um, some of which I can't say because it sticks in my throat, but um, some very some very talented players in and around mm. him. I mean, he, he was he was literally a magician. Um, he was, yeah. Make things happen, create things, score goals from, from nothing. Um, and another player that, kind of on his day would would carry us um over the line mm. despite his as i say his um his temperament that could go yes. wrong well, that's part of him weren't he that's part of him he was like an entertainer he was yeah. like you know nowadays I, I find professional football so sterile do you know what i mean so yeah like obviously jack Grealish is a diving little bugger but 
he's a cocky little shit and he's a good player and he's like, you know, yeah, maybe he's diving and stuff, but he's got a bit a bit about him, you know what I mean? No one seems to like, you know, I don't see some people just so no person have a personality on the pitch. Do you know what I remember John Moncurs and Bishop and Martin Allen and people like that who just like there'd be characters on the pitch and then yeah. there'd be characters off the pitch and yeah. I think maybe social media and whatnot, I don't know. But yeah, I think a lot of it's been reined in now. Um, yeah. By, by clubs you can't be seen to be doing a lot of things yeah uh, totally different generations as well i mean true yeah one of my, one of my good mates um was at was at west ham as a, as, a, as a youngster through through many years and i've heard many a story about what used to go on in in that era and yeah john monker was uh was a, oh we've had them all on here we've had we've had john we've had razor we've had they've told yeah, us everything yeah, we know yeah, it all yeah <laughs> there, there was a lot of big characters and yeah a completely different generation and what they used to get up to you never even entertain now they pay too much money nowadays they're they're they're, they're um don't get me wrong the, the boys back in the day were pros but these are these are ultimately professional athletes. athletes now and that's it that's that's the key word yeah um, they they're in a, a generation where they didn't need to be so much yeah um but now now you they're assets these players now and they've got to be well versed, well trained, and well looked after. So mm-hmm. you won't get any of that shenanigans from the the John Moncurs and the Martin Allens of the world. Those days are gone. God bless them. I miss yeah, them days. It, I do miss them days. It, you know what I mean? A good generation them. and a golden era, but you won't ever get that back. Yeah, no. I miss them. Even like, I mean, even Trev. You know, even Sinks. I mean, he had some stories when we interviewed him. And okay, yeah, I, but I don't want to leave Trevor Sinclair out because I remember him getting into the England squad and uh, oh, fully totally and being yeah. quality for England as well. Really yeah. good for England. Yeah, I struggled to leave him out of the team. He's another midfield. I think we've been inundated with midfields when I actually started writing down the names. I was going. Don't Michael realize, Cassidy, do you? Yeah, loads. Of, like Fat Frank, who I despise now, but yeah, so many great midfielders we've had. We've been very lucky in that, in that respect. Just a shame we could never string a season together. <laughs> we never kept them all together. Trouble, yeah, yeah. Oh dear. Right. So we've got Decanio. Who's going to be the last piece of this, this Jacko pie? This this was a tough one. Yeah. Um, there was two that stuck with me, and as I say, these both quite similar, but and both brought a lot to the club. When I step back and look at it. Um, both drive me mad on the terraces numerous times, but yeah. to top up between Bobby Zamora and Marlon Airwood, in the end, I went for Marlon. Um, again, I don't think I gave him the credit he deserved when he was actually playing for us. No, he came up with so many important goals for us, and I've had the pleasure of like obviously Marlon does a lot of work with the club still now. Yeah, um, I've had the pleasure of playing in a few games with him, and the it kind of he loves West Ham. Um, mm. It's a good move for him, a good fit for us as a club when he came in. Um, as I say, it's very similar to Bobby. It's, it's a toss-up between the two. Mm. Both, see, yeah, yeah. both, both seem to both seem to want to play for West Ham and want to be at West Ham. So it was a yeah. toss-up between the two. There was a, there was obviously a few I could have gone for. The, the Dean Ashton was another one who I think could have probably changed our path as a club if he hadn't got injured. I think. When he came in, he was quality. John Artson is another. But I just think Marlon kind of um, epitomises West Ham, really. Um, as I say, it was a good fit and chipped in with loads of goals. Great temperament. Always, I just always felt like something would happen with him. 
Um, Especially in that right-hand corner, like as you said, that South Bank, you know, the Bobby Moore lower, that little right-hand corner as if when they're attacking, um, that I mean, that was literally because obviously I was there. That was my box, so I was, and I could. That was like Harewood Corner, I called it, because he'd always bring the ball into the corner, do a little trick, and then end up running across the byline every game, at least yeah. once or twice. Again, underrated. I don't think I ever gave him the credit he deserves, and it's only looking back. I see Moller's always posting goals on his Instagram yeah. day in day out, and it's only looking back now. I kind of go, do you know what? Done a good job for us, good servant, yeah. and uh, a, 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 a good a good hammer. A good hammer. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. He's a good no, he's a good man. When he's not selling cars, of course. Yeah. Yes, he he's all over the place, isn't it? AC Premier, isn't it? AC Premier. AC thirteen. AC yeah. thirteen. But no, he seems to be all over the fucking place. He's like, you know, every other training ground he's at, bless him. But busy, um, busy he's a busy boy. Good luck to him. Why not? Why we why it can keep doing when he's last. Anyway, Jacker man, it's been it's been lovely chatting to you. I've loved it. Killed it, me hour. I told Sorry, you, honestly, literally, you just like, you don't even realise it's like an hour's gone, but it's because you're talking about West Ham, man, and there's, it's, it's just, it's just, uh, it gets, it gets the juices flowing, doesn't it? But it's been lovely, mate, and, uh, you know, pleasure. good luck, good luck at the weekend if you get on, if you play. Yeah, cheers, mate, and I'll, uh, I'll see you at the stadium. Yes, we'll be there, hopefully Fingers. soon, hopefully soon. Are you in the ballot? Are you, are you, no, you probably wouldn't no, be in the ballot. No. It, it wasn't worth my, my while, so I've paid, um, I've paid the retainer to keep the seat. Gotcha. Um, we got some good seats there it took us a few years. We, we was up in the gods when it got first to move it got around, yeah. So we're um, we're right next to the away fans. I've got a lovely seat over the corner. Oh, lovely. Oh, yeah. brilliant. Yeah, oh, yeah. brilliant. Block two one seven. Keep an eye out for me. Two one seven. Two one seven. Yeah, it's a great little spot. As I say, me and uh, my, my my old man, my sister, and my boys, the four oh, of us. Lovely. So yeah, and it's listen. It, as much as I don't get there as often as I would when I go now, I'm I'm really missing it. I've yeah, just, I think it's, everyone it's, is. I think it's actually, you know, it's, season where you could stick it. I didn't want to know, but nah, I'm, I'm desperate to get back there now, so I'm looking forward to it. But for me, it has to be full going, going when there's 2,000. Yeah, it's going to be weird, but it's a start in it. And it's like, I mean, it's great for like, you know, obviously non league, you know, the fact that they can have 50% or 2,000 yeah. or 40, you know, yeah, so. perfect. But um, yeah. it's a start, man. It's a start. And as I said, yeah. um, it's one of those things where. I think, yeah, that, that I know everyone's sort of like, you know, their views on the stadium, but it's horrible what's happened, but everyone's dying to get back. And so it's going to, so people might, you know, think what's, you know, what's obviously people lost lives and, and, and had lost jobs and lost money. And it's been horrible over the last 10 months or so. But um, I think everyone be grateful to get back when everyone gets back to London Stadium. It'd be very emotional. I think that first bubbles. It will. Everyone it will. Sings. It'd, be nice. it'd be nice. It'd be, it'd be good for everyone. It'll be, um, it'll feel like we've, we've kind of, got over one of the final hurdles of getting yeah. back to normality. Although it'd be weird because we'll be top of the league by then. So that'd be we'll, be, we'll be Champions League by then, so it don't matter. Do yeah, it'd be very weird. And we'll probably lose to some yeah. third some third tier um, yeah. you know, Macedonian team in the qualifiers. It's the West Ham way. But anyway, uh, Jacob, it's been lovely. Thank you so much. And obviously, thank you to everyone for uh, watching or listening on podcasts or, or whatever, YouTube, whatever. Give it a like if you share. And um, for me and Jacko, take care, everyone. Stay safe. Wash those hands. Come on, your irons. And we'll see Ooh, you again right. very, very soon. Come on, your irons. Take care, everyone. My-
Social Podcast Network.